Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Very pleasant good afternoon to you. Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And I'm Sean Carey. We'll hear from Steve Jones later in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, North 4th Street, Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors, Kia. On the strip, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Lots of ways to get in contact with us. Our email, you can shoot us an email anytime, stevejones at wkok.com. Find us on social media, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Twitter handle at Steve Jones PSU and subscribe to our free podcast. We are on Google Play and the Apple Podcast app. Search Steve Jones Show, hit subscribe, and then we drop the shows right to your smartphone and tablet. Take them along with you, and you can also go back in time. We have access to at least three months worth of prior shows at stevejonesshow.com. So we're with you live till 5. Then we'll have our late-day news roundup. Matt Catrillo, Matty Ice at the Anchor Desk this afternoon. And then tonight we will have more Steve Jones this evening as the 2019-2020 men's basketball season cranks up for the Nittany Lions in the Jordan Center as they take on Maryland Eastern Shore. We'll hear from head coach Patrick Chambers tonight at 6.30. Tip-off at 7 with Steve and DJ Dick Girardi. Looking forward to hear Steve and DJ again for another year of Penn State basketball. Now a decade and a half together, Stephen DJ on the Penn State Sports Network and here on WKOK. We will hear from head coach James Franklin. We'll play a portion of his press conference from a couple of hours ago in the media room at Beaver Stadium as the Nittany Lions undefeated looking to take on Minnesota and stay undefeated as well. Both 8-0. and That'll be a noon kick on Saturday. We will have a 10.30 a.m. airtime with the pregame show with Steve and Jack and Matt and Roger here on News Radio 1070 WKOK and streaming at WKOK.com. And we'll also get some pro football talk with Steve and Neil Kulong from SteelersWire.com and USA Today on today's show. So any hope the Carolina Panthers had of seeing MVP quarterback Cam Newton returning has now flown out the window. The team has announced they're going to put Cam on injured reserve. It's a foot injury that has sidelined him for most of the season. Newton sought out additional medical advice recently when he visited renowned foot specialist Dr. Robert Anderson in Green Bay in hopes of determining why he has seen no progress in the rehabilitation from his Liz Frank injury. Surgery was an option, but Newton opted to forego it with the hopes of a natural heal, but it has not gone his way. Still undetermined if he'll now decide to go under the knife. The door on his 2019 season is now closed. Well, that'll give him a chance to recover and then strengthen his foot in time for 2020. Of course, his return to the Panthers may be likely, but not guaranteed, will be in large part determined later on, and the play of backup Kyle Allen over the remainder of this year will sway the decision one one way or the other. Newton played in just two games this season, struggled in both due to the pain in his foot, no touchdowns, interception, with a combined 50 for 89 passing. 
And Minshew Mania, gone. At least for now. Jacksonville Jaguars head coach Doug Marone informed reporters today. Nick Foles will be going back at quarterback. He'll be the starter for rookie Gardner Minshew under center. That's according also to NFL Network. Foles went down in the season opener against the Kansas City Chiefs with a fractured collarbone. And the Jaguars' sixth-round pick was forced to grow up quickly. Minshew impressed, passed for 275 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception in relief duty in week one. But in the game in London, his worst game as a starter. So bye-bye Gardner Minshew, and we say hello again to Nick Foles following the bye week. But in all, Minshew passed for 2,285 yards, 13 touchdowns, four interceptions in nine total games. But his worst outing was in London on Sunday when the Jaguars were blown out by the Houston Texans 26-3. So there's some pro football headlines for you. And heading into Penn State basketball season opener tonight for the Nittany Lions in the Bryce Jordan Center. Again, that'll be a 6.30 airtime this evening and the tip at 7. And, of course, it is election day here across the country and in Pennsylvania. Polls open until 8 p.m. And don't forget when the polls close, you can check in with WKOK.com for all the numbers, the local and statewide races. And when we return, we'll play a portion of today's James Franklin press conference as the Steve Jones Show just getting started for a Tuesday on WKOK. The Penn State Nittany Lions play on WKOK. It'll be second and six, the 19. Back goes Clifford over the middle. Fire moves to the five. Battles to the goal line. Got it. Touchdown, Penn State. Penn State football is sponsored by Blaze Alexander Ford, Carpet Man, Mifflinburg Auto Sales, Glick Associates, Mifflinburg Hotel, Scarlet D, and Lewisburg Hotel. Kickoff is set for noon in Minneapolis. We're on beginning at 1030 here on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Minnesota 8-0 for the first time since 1941. Penn State 8-0 for the first time in a little over 10 years. They will square off in Minneapolis on Saturday. 10.30 a.m. will be our network airtime with Steve, Jack, Matt, and Roger here on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And earlier today in the media room at Beaver Stadium, it was the weekly James Franklin press conference. You know, kind of getting into Minnesota, what I, what I always try to do with all these opponents early on is I just try to kind of look at our history with them. And uh, one of the things that was interesting is, you know, our series with Minnesota is 9-5. Is to five. Um, So not, not a very long series and not very lopsided in either direction. Um, we're only on a one-game win streak against these guys. Um, I've gotten to know PJ, you know, pretty well over the years. Um, He's obviously done a great job. You look at what he was able to do at Western Michigan. You look at what he's been able to do now at Minnesota. Um, it's it's hard to not be impressed with with what he's been able to do. Obviously, you know they were returning 17 starters this year, so I had a lot of confidence coming into the season uh, based on that. Um, you look at offensively, and, and Kirk Scirocco, who's a who's a PA native from Lewisbury, went to Redland High School. I've known Kirk for a long time. Um, has done a really good job. You know, done a really good job. You look at them offensively. It's probably the best offensive line that we have played. Uh, they are massive. I mean, massive. The right tackle, 6'9", 400 pounds, and not skinny. If that's if that's uh, excuse me, and not and not heavy. 
um, if that's even possible to, to say. Um, the guy next to him, I think, is 6'5", 350. They have the biggest offensive line, I think, in the country, uh, college, including the NFL. Uh, best wide receiver group we've played. They're going to play a mix of 10 personnel, 11 personnel, 12 personnel, and then we'll get into some heavy packages with an extra lineman in there as well. Um, guys that we've been impressed with, the quarterback is very efficient. He's very, um, um, he's very accurate. He manages the offense really well. Um, they got a lot of confidence in him. He's playing at a high level right now. Rodney Smith, the running back, you know, typically you say it seems like this guy has been playing there forever. He has. He's been there for six years um, and, and really doing a good job for them. And then uh, wide receivers, uh, Tyler Johnson as well as Rashad Bateman, um, really could name all their wide receivers. They're, they're playing extremely, extremely well. Defense, another Pennsylvania guy. I try to track all the Pennsylvania guys uh, across the country. Um, that's something I'm, I always try to be aware of. Um, but Coach Rossi's done a great job. He's now, I think, in his going into his second year, really a year and a half, because I think he took over at the at the midpoint of last year. He's from Pittsburgh, went to Pittsburgh Central Catholic, which is where Coach Limegrover went to high school as well. Um, they're a base front, four down defense. They're going to play variations of two high uh, quarters and and quarter quarter half. They'll mix some some cover one in there as well. They play extremely hard on defense. I have a huge man crush on Antoine Winfield. Um, I think he's playing at a really high level. Their safety, uh, five interceptions, runs the alley, is physical, uh, just playing really good football right now. Their linebacker, linebacker Kamal Martin is playing extremely well. And then Carter Coughlin, who's a legacy there, um, playing really good at defensive end, does a lot of different things for them, runs extremely well. Uh, and then their special teams coordinator in Rob Wenger, um, you know, they do a nice job, play really good complementary football, offense, defense, and special teams. They had one returning starter, their punter. And then uh, Rodney Smith's doing a great job as a return man. And then they have a graduate transfer DB transfer from Michigan, um, a Canadian kid, uh, Benjamin St. Just, if I'm saying his name correctly, excuse me if I'm not, I apologize. Uh, their DB number 25 is a gunner on the punt team and, and is a problem, has been, has been very effective. You know, I look at them as a program started out the year um, with some games against the Jackrabbits and against the boys from Fresno and, and found ways to get wins. Um, you know, and as the year has got on, like good programs do and like good coaches do, they just got better. You know, they just, they just keep getting better. You know, they know how to win. Um, you know, they play probably um, a style of football that you don't see much anymore. Um, he wants to dominate time of possession uh, with their offensive line. Um, literally, if they, get, if they get up by a lead early in the game, they're going to start milking the clock already. They're going to try to suffocate you um, with their offensive line, with their style of offense, and with time of possession. Um, they've been unbelievable on first down. You look at their numbers on third down, their numbers on third down are great because their numbers on first down are great. You know, they, they have very little negative yardage plays, tackles for loss, sacks, things like that. They stay on schedule and just very efficient. Defense, they're able to get a bunch of turnovers. 
um, and special teams, they do a great job of, of complementing the offense and the defense. Obviously, it's going to be um, you know uh, on the road against the 13th ranked team in the country um, at 12 o'clock. It's going to come at us fast. Um, so you know, looking forward to the opportunity, and uh, got a lot of respect for for Minnesota, their football program, their coaches, and what they've done so far this year. So, open up the questions. Rich Scarcella, Reading Eagle. James, how are you? Hey, Rich, how are you, buddy? Can't couldn't be better. James, I like what that. was the team's primary focus during the bye week? Did you accomplish what you wanted, and did it come at a good time for you? Yeah, I think I think the first thing is is rest and recovery. Um, you know, I think the older I've gotten, I've gotten a little bit better at that. My answer for everything is more, um, and that's that's not always the right answer. So during the bye week, the rest and recovery probably was important as everything. Our normal Monday off. Um, our normal Sunday practice before that, then Tuesday and Wednesday, you know, we were able to get some good on good work and then really spend some time on individual because as the season goes on, sometimes you have to cut a little bit of the individual work back to make sure you get all the game plan specific reps done to get your guys prepared for what they're going to see. So being able to amp up the individual work, get plenty of individual work, and then the good on good work against each other, and then some of the young guys scrimmages, which which was great. Um, then the, the, the travel squad guys were able to have off Thursday, excuse me, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, the the non-travel squad guys were able to have a practice on Thursday, which was which was great. Something that we've done now uh, for a while it allows those guys to get a little bit of extra work and allow them to get a little bit extra attention. Allows the GAs to really coach. Um, so that was great. And then you know we got back in here on Sunday and and got back to work again. So rest and recovery was probably the biggest thing. And then from a coaching staff perspective, we were able to go back and, and study some of our tendencies, self-scout ourselves, and then we did a little bit of self-scouting across the ball. Um, so allow our offensive guys to look at our defense and vice versa. Same thing with special teams, some value in that. And then, um, and then be, able to be able to get on the road and recruiting uh, to make sure that we continue building you know, for our future. So uh, I thought we had a really, really good bye week, got a lot done. Uh, got a lot done here in Happy Valley. Got a lot done all over the country, uh, from one coast to the other, and um, and then we're able to get back here this week. So thought we had a really good bye week, but but obviously we got to have a great week of preparation this week so we can go play well Saturday. Derek Lavar, Spokes Bear Times leader. Hi James, how are you? Good, Derek. How are you? Good. James, how would you uh, evaluate the play of your uh, your younger cornerbacks this season, uh, especially the freshmen who've had to step in? And uh, with uh, Donovan Johnson, is that a situation where he might be able to return this season? Yeah, so been been very pleased with with our young corners. We've had we've had some bumps and bruises there where we've had to go deep, you know, in our depth there. And I think those guys have done well. You know, Marquise is a guy that we're talking about redshirting. And um, early on, and, and then he just has continued to get better and better and better and build confidence and build trust with the coaches. So he's a guy that's playing and, and playing well for us right now. Keaton Ellis has been playing you know, from the beginning of the year. We've used uh, Joey Porter a little bit too. Um, so feel really good about those guys. You know, Trenton is another guy that's um, 
obviously, you know, coming off a red shirt has, has, has done some really good things for us as well. And then, you know, the two old guys are leading, leading the pack and leading the charge. So I think, I think all those things have been great. Um, we're going to continue to do it. I think, you know, as the season has gone on, the coaches have gained more and more confidence in those guys. I think those guys have gained more and more confidence in themselves. And we're going to need them. You know, we're going to need them down the stretch, and especially this week. And we're probably playing probably the most talented wide receiver group that we've faced this year. Mark Wilgen, Rich Allentown Morning Call. Hi, James. Hey, Mark. How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good. Just thought I'd take my shot at this. What's your sense um, regarding John Reed and Noah Kane's availability Saturday? So John Reed and Noah Kane's availability Saturday. Yeah, we're we're expecting them to go. Frank Bodani, your daily record. James, good afternoon to you. Today. Good afternoon. Yes, um, I know a couple times already this year you mentioned how good your locker room is. You're in a good place right now. That's something obviously we don't see a whole lot of. Can you just talk a little bit more about why you would say that? The value of that that been hard to develop at all yeah i think i think it's the leadership we don't have a huge uh senior class but i think the leadership's been really strong um you know i think you look at the leadership council you look at the captains you know those guys those guys have been really good you know what you know the term i use all the time is culture drivers you know i think i think there's a there's alignment between the the coaches and the players um, I think, you know, we, we made some changes in the offseason. Um, nothing dramatic, just some, some subtle changes. You know, one of the mistakes that I made a year ago is when the NCAA cut back the amount of practices that we could have during camp. They cut out five practices, I think is, is what the number was. Um, and that gave me some, some anxiety. So typically we schedule some... Uh, you know, surprise off days in there and things like that. And I didn't do it, losing five practices. And um, I think it affected, you know, morale and, and, and a lot of different things. So little subtle things like that can go a long way. So, you know, we plan for those things. And, and um, I, just, I just think there's, there's been really good discussion in both directions. Um, there's been really good leadership. I think we got some older guys now that have, have kind of seen, um, you know, kind of seen different situations. They've been a part of great wins. They've been a part of tough losses. There's growth that comes from all of it as long as you approach it and embrace it the right way. I think probably a really good example was was it was the other night after that game. We had some things go on that I wasn't real pleased about and. Um, you know, maybe when I was a younger coach, I would have went into the locker room and, and been a little bit emotional. But I, I sat back in the back room and kind of got my thoughts together to make sure that, that we handle that the right way. And the coaching staff was a big part of that, too. Um, you know, so just just things like that. I think I don't think people realize sometimes how how fragile it all is and, um, you know, how how, you know, how strategic you need to be. Um, with messages and you know every day you got an opportunity to get better or you got an opportunity to, to to get worse and you know we've been we've been fortunate there's been adversity that has hit um, but I think the locker room has handled it well I think the coaches have handled it well and and, and we keep growing um, I will say that's probably come with with you know age and experience as well um, you know try not to overreact to things as much 
Um, but, but, you know, we're just in a good place. You know, I think, I think the coaches' relationships with the players is really strong and vice versa. We're able to have tough conversations with guys. Um, we're able to hold guys accountable and they don't like it, but they understand it. Um, so, you know, we're, we're in a good place. But, but it's, you know, you've never, you've never arrived because as I've said to you guys before, you know, we're responsible for 128 to 22-year-old males. Uh, and there's always, there's always something going on. And that's academically, that's athletically, that's socially, that's, that's all of it. But we're just, we're just in a good place. But, but we can't ever take that for granted. We've got to keep working for it every single day. James Franklin earlier today, his weekly press conference from Beaver Stadium, Penn State, Minnesota, on Saturday. We'll have a 10.30 airtime here on WKOK and the Penn State Sports Network. Steve Jones in the Sunbury Motor Studio after the break on WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guys' way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Of course, I've had people asking me about the college football playoff rankings tonight. And I'll say the same thing I said yesterday. I will look and see what the number is, and it'll probably be the last time I mention it this week. It's just the way it is. Look, if Penn State was in a position where they needed a list of things to go right then I would probably really take a look at it. But because Penn State is in a position where down the stretch they start with Minnesota and then goes from there, the team that will help Penn State is Penn State. So I don't really have to think about the what the ranking is. That doesn't matter. That's how I look at it. Like I said, on the pregame show on Saturday, unless asked, there's a really good chance I will not even mention it. Unless asked, uh, probably will not mention it. Simple as that. 
Uh, Seelings Grove is the one team left, right? For our coverage area? Well, not for our coverage area, but for the uh, teams we cover with Sunbury Broadcasting. That is correct. I thought the Chief had a great year. He did. Crushed it. I think that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> Sometimes less is more. Well, uh, that's what we've tried to tell the other guy. <laughs> How are you, by the way? Hope you had a great weekend. I did have a great weekend. Good. I did have a great weekend. I did, too. A little bump in the road, but we had a great weekend. <laughs> a little bump in the road. A great A little bump in the road? You didn't have a little bump in the road. Well. Come on. You know, it's like, I mean, I know it was it was already past. Okay, I understand that. But he hit the antlers. I guess it must have been the antlers, right? I had it to. Pier- and it pierced your tire. It was weird because I didn't share this with you. We were texting over the weekend, and uh, thank you for your constant texting asking if I was okay. Right. It was weird because yeah. Saturday... That's, that's because we aren't interim friends. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. So I didn't tell you this. So Saturday morning... We're on three seven. We're on three seventy six, and we're getting closer to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. So we get there Saturday morning. We're taking the nephew and his buddy down to the Carnegie Science Center, and we see this traffic backup going the other way toward Monroeville. And I oh, look over to the left that's side. That's rare. Very rare. Going the other way. And I look over to the left side. There was a deer standing in the middle of the highway, and there Ooh. was a PennDOT truck right behind it, honking its horn, trying to get it to move. It must have been in shock or something. It just stood completely still. We kept going. We went through the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, and the traffic was backed up for at least um, another mile on the Pittsburgh side of the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. This was Saturday morning before. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like that before. That was before 10 o'clock on Saturday morning. Now we took. Now we were on that very same stretch. We took 376 back toward Monroeville to get to our hotel, and I don't know if it was that exact same deer. I have absolutely no idea. I think we were a little further. We were a little further up toward the Monroeville exit of 376, and it was right before seven o'clock. So it was dark, and and the deer was laying uh, uh, perpendicular perpendicular to the uh, to the highway so it wasn't parallel yeah. wasn't off to the side wasn't parallel so i couldn't and it completely blocked the right lane there's just no way i could get around it and it had to have been a buck that's the only way i could okay. figure that i could right. the only way i could figure uh the way my tire got shredded i, t- t- I text you a picture of the shredded tire but thankfully we uh yeah. the AAA membership paid off and uh you know, tow guy showed up and uh everybody get a hold of you know i call AAA first then the conversation drops and i'm like i'm looking at my phone on speakerphone talking to triple a and i got four bars on my phone how could i drop a call when i got four bars right so at that point called 911 they were able to get a, able to get a cruiser uh, rep uh, uh state policeman uh, out of allegheny county there and, uh, and then not long after that he put some road flares up stood by st- stayed with us the whole time luckily didn't have to get called out that's to anything. awesome yeah that's awesome. yeah didn't have to get called out to another you know urgent emergency but he said, "Hey, if something worse pops up, I'm going to have to leave you." So, but he stayed with us the whole time, and and uh, yeah, it was probably just under an hour later the uh, AAA guy showed up, and uh, I tell you, guy was brave being right there alongside of the road with other with traffic right. whizzing past, taking exactly. care of the taking care of the tire. So, but got to the hotel, 
Outback Steakhouse right next to the hotel, so we had some oh, yeah, nice. yeah, we had some late night uh, takeout uh, uh, Saturday night right before they closed at ten, and you know got fed, got some sleep. Yeah. Found the tire tire place was just up the road, not even a quarter of a mile from the hotel, and we were we were good to go. My my parking option changed. I ended up going down to Station Square, and we took the Clipper over instead okay. of. Uh, because I thought by that point, by the time we got down there, it may have been too late to get a prime spot in one of the parking decks. I figured by that right. they may have been, been filled up. So, did you make kickoff? Made kickoff. Yeah, we were in station. Okay. We were in station square by ten thirty. So, yeah, we were the first one at the tire joint. They had to take care of an oil change that was already scheduled. So, got that out of the way. Found our tire. Matched the. Uh, Say different brand, but they found a you know quality tire to match the other three, so there wasn't any issues with alignment, that kind of deal. And we were gone, and yeah, we left there in less than an hour. So fueled up me. and got to Station Square. We were there by ten thirty. Took the Clipper over, and we were yeah we were there right after the gates opened up. Yeah. He texts me Sunday morning, and he says, "If I drop the suit's name, you think <laughs> what do you think will happen?" <laughs> I could have sworn I said I won't drop the suit's name. No, no, you said if I drop the suit's name, what do you think will happen? Well, I knew what your answer was going to be. I was being snarky. I, and I said, I said, you'll probably be there until Thanksgiving. You're right. That's not funny. Not everybody can bowl 297. Which we thought was 298. Oh, well. But, um,. Then we took a different way home. I decided to... Uh, yeah, really? <laughs> well, I took a different way. Uh, when I had Apple Maps on my phone, it took me up 28. So we took 28 out of the city instead. And I think you go, what? Is it 15, 20 miles north Then the four lane turns yeah, into two lane? Right. Something like that. Yep. You go through some small towns before you head up to Brockway. It's Brockway, right? I think. Yeah. So up to Interstate 80. And we're going through one of the. We were in between one of those smaller towns. I almost hit a second deer. Luckily, didn't do the Michael Jackson moonwalk and back into the front left of the Jeep, and kept right on going. And wow. I said to the, I said to the better half, I'm, "We'll we'll get home. I'm trying to get you home." <laughs> yeah, I can see her rolling her eyes right now. Yeah, sure, great, thanks. Then yeah, we drop. Gonna... Then we drop the nephew. We drop the nephew's buddy off. We're going down the hill, getting back toward Lock Haven. Then we saw three three more deer crossing the street, but this was in a little development just outside of Lock Haven, so we weren't going at high speed at that point. But it's like, man, it is deer season. They are roaming. They are all over, so be careful out there. Did you uh, go out and get a hunting license after this? Or? <laughs> <laughs> ah, venison bologna. Love it. One of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was the purpose of my question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's an Maybe option. They- that's an option like, following a trip a successful like, trip it's like that old country song you know the, the you know where the country singers fooling around and he says my dog is dead it got hit by a train big old train i'm gonna get that train <laughs> <laughs> that's you getting a hunting license yeah <laughs> I'm gonna get that deer. <laughs> oh my god! In my jeep and not my gun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so other than that, smooth weekend, 
saw a win. <laughs> Other than that, smooth weekend. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, went really, really well. We got through it, so. But glad your trip went well as well, getting a chance to see grandbaby number six. Yes. Yes. That was awesome. That was awesome. Well, any grandparent out there, I don't have to explain to you how cool it is. It's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. All right. So we'll have, uh, what, Neil Coolong on the show today. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. We've already heard from James Franklin. Uh, did we get Yitor as well? We did. He was up hmm. on the dais after the uh, James Franklin portion of the press conference today. Hmm. Was that 12 minutes? Yes. Hmm. Maybe we'll do that at 435. Okay. Maybe fans get a chance to hear you, Tor. It's very well spoken. Does a great job. Journey Brown was the other player today. He's a Journey Brown's actually kind of a riot. <laughs> to, be, to be honest with you, I think Journey Brown's a pretty funny kid. <laughs> I, I like I like being around Journey. I like being around Utor. They're just different kind of guys. <laughs> uh, uh, talk show in Atlanta asked me to be on Saturday. Their first option was 1020. I said, eh, 1120. Then they asked 920. I was like, okay, I'm on the bus. <laughs> I don't think it sounds good for me being on the bus. Hey, how are you guys doing in Atlanta today? I'm on the bus. <laughs> Going over. This will be really great. Uh, yeah, we got, I got a few requests in this week, but actually not that many. It's not that, uh, not that heavy. Not that heavy a load. So, all right. We'll take a break. Now that we've heard about your tale of woe. <laughs> He's okay, though. Oh, we're great. No problem. And by the way, he has a full spare, just so you know. Yes, that car. was that was key. Yep. Ah, no, that's clutch, man. Yep. <laughs> that is clutch. Yeah, even though we had a you know <sighs> full tire as a spare, we still didn't want a chance taking that and you know <sighs> riding back. You know, three hours home yeah. just in case there was something wrong with that one. Yeah. No, I got home Sunday night. Yesterday, I stacked two cords of wood. Other than that, we feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy says, well, why don't you take your time? I said, it's going to snow this week. I better do it now, and i got a game tomorrow night meeting tonight. She says, oh. <laughs> Stack away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Great to have you with us on the show today. As uh, we roll on here in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Uh, as we mentioned, the college football playoff rankings come out tonight. And uh, as I said before, it doesn't really matter to me where they are right now, only because with their schedule, 
I'll take you back a couple of years ago. Remember a couple of years ago I talked about Penn State's closing schedule, and I said because of the way the closing schedule was set up, Penn State needed help all the way around to get something done. There was nothing they could do, even if they kept winning at the end, because it was Maryland and Rutgers and teams like that. See, that's not the case this time. That's not the case this time. This time the case is they've got really good teams on the schedule, ranked teams on the schedule. In fact, the door is open. They may face three ranked teams in a row here coming up. Indiana seven and two. We know obviously Minnesota's eight and zero, and I don't think we have to explain to anybody what Ohio State's done so far this year. See, it's a different deal, so it doesn't really matter to me what number they have attached to them tonight. I'll look at it and go, oh, okay, and then move on. It's the it's the line that Kirk Herbstreet says quite a bit on College Game Day. They control their own destiny. Now, granted, if they're not in the top four tonight or in the top six when the first batch of teams get announced tonight, but still, like you said, that they just keep winning. They just keep taking taking care of their own business, and everything else can fall into place. Nothing. Just get in. Just get in, nothing, and then go from there. Nothing great can happen. Unless they beat Minnesota Saturday. Okay? So in order to have something great happen or have the possibility of something great, you have to win Saturday. So what you need. doesn't really matter what the number says. The number is irrelevant. It is irrelevant. Uh... Now, on December 8th, the number will be very relevant. On November the 5th, no. But I will concede that the fans will really be into it, and they should be. I will concede that a lot of people in the media will make a big deal out of whatever the number is. I completely understand that. And I hope everybody understands my interest in it is that, okay, it's a number. Got to go win Saturday. Simple as that. As I was telling my class the other day, we were talking. It was interesting because I have a game with Maryland Eastern Shore tonight. Okay. Penn State is the prohibitive favorite. And so I actually had a student ask me, he says, well, a game like that's kind of a joke. Okay. And I said, well, I said, it could very well be. I said, but I can't approach it that way. My job is to get ready for every Maryland Eastern Shore player. My job is to get ready for every Penn State player. And that is, then it, it's to paint the picture of the game. I said, I, I said, going in with preconceived expectations, you've heard me talk about this many times, Sean. Going in with preconceived expectations uh then something doesn't go the way you thought it was going to be suddenly you sound shocked on the air and you don't want to sound shocked in the air you want to sound like you're prepared on the air you know, preparation means everything and I was telling the story about two weeks ago at Iowa Matt McGloin and Jack Ham were talking about 
pregame speeches. You know, and it's like all this rah-rah stuff all the time. And you know darn well, I think everyone who listens to the show knows darn well, I'm not big into the rah-rah stuff, okay, in terms of like, come on, go, 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 you know, get out there, do this, do that, blah, 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 because 15 minutes later, you still haven't kicked off. <laughs> okay. You better be prepared to go in. Your preparation means everything. Well, it means everything in every job you have. I can tell you right now, Sean's ultra-prepared every single day. That's why this works so well, because he's always prepared. All right, Neil Kulon coming up in the next half hour, then Yitor Gross Matos in the final half hour. Bucknell basketball opens tonight on Eagle 107. Nittany Lion basketball here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.